This is Be Bold Repeat, a podcast for female entrepreneurs who want a behind the scenes look at what it takes to build the business of your dreams using marketing and mindset strategies. We seek to inspire you to take action, whether it's clean or messy. So put down those self-help books and listen in for 20 minutes of juicy tips that you can implement into your business right away. I'm Katie Burton, founder of Simply Social. Our goal is to handle your digital marketing so you and your team can focus on your zone of genius, relieving stress, and adding back time into your day. And I'm Ashley Cruz, founder of Embracing the Uncertain. I am a new business mentor and the queen corporate dropout. I have a passion for busting women out of corporate America. I help my clients figure out how to match their corporate salaries. We're talking 10K months using their skill sets in the entrepreneurial world. We are so excited to have your ears for the next 20 minutes. If you like what you hear today, please feel free to jump on over to beboldrepeat.com. Subscribe to our newsletter to keep up to date with all the newest episodes. What's up, everyone? Welcome back to episode two of season three, Be Bold Repeat. I can't believe it's episode two. I feel like I'm going to say that every single time. (laughs) (laughs) We're getting back into the flow of it. That makes sense. Yeah, I'm so excited to be back. And I I think like one of the things that we wanted to talk about in today's episode is just about the noise in the online space right now. Um, I don't know about you, Katie, but I, I feel like things are getting noisier. I don't necessarily think engaging is decreasing, but it's definitely different. I'm noticing that I'm really having to put so much more effort to get the likes, to get comments, to like really create authentic relationships online. Like it's requiring so much more energy and effort. And as I was talking about this um, in preparation for today's episode with Katie, we kind of came up with some, you know, ideas and thoughts um, as to how this is impacting our businesses, maybe some reasons why and what we can do about it. And, you know, we have Katie here who luckily is the digital marketing specialist and like literally the genius behind so many other businesses. So I think we are so lucky to have you and some of your sweet with us today. You're sweet. (laughs) So Katie, let's start with talking a little bit about like why there's such a shift in engagement specifically. Like, I don't know. Do you know, first, I guess the question is like, do you notice a change in engagement even on your own platforms and with your own clients as you're looking at their analytics? Yeah, I will say that I've noticed a shift in what garners engagement. So uh, we're still getting good numbers and we're still getting the engagement, but the posts that are getting that engagement are really switching. I think um, pre-pandemic and even a couple years ago, people really wanted brands that were staying on top of pop culture trends. I don't know if you remember all those viral tweets about, you know, either the Super Bowl or events. Like people wanted pure entertainment from social media. And I think in the past couple years, that's really shifted to consumers wanting value out of brands and they want to know that brands care about them and like are putting their customers first. So I think if we're being honest, it's a little bit of a perfect storm too. Also these social media networks are like, wait, we want to get paid for this. So to show your content to other people and get to get people to engage with it, we want you to pay to play 
get some ads, boost your posts, those sorts of things. So along with a shift in culture of like what your followers are looking for, the platforms constantly sending us new ways to engage, whether it's Instagram reels or Facebook stories, um, they're always adding something. So it is a lot of work to stay on top of those things. And I think the tips that we have today, as far as engaging your customers and really bringing it back down to the basics are going to be super helpful. Totally. And I think, you know, we're not saying that you have to pay to play, but what we are saying is if your strategy is based solely on organic social media, you have to be more strategic and really focus on value-based content in order to garner the attraction. Because at this point, like value is the only way to get the algorithms to work in your favor, regardless of how they're changing. And we're going to talk about that in just a second, but the algorithm rewards people that are giving a lot of content um, value to their audiences. And the more and more that you can do that, the better off you're going to be. And the more that those algorithms will play in your favor, which again, we'll talk about in just a second. But I think one of the other reasons and like one of the things that we're definitely seeing is people are actually going out and living their lives again. They're spending so much less time in front of their like phones and in front of social media. And while that's such a beautiful thing, it can be scary when you've been like tracking your analytics for so long. And I think the important thing to remember there is like, cool, it's not, there's no problem here. It's just that the way people are consuming is changing a little bit. And as a business owner, it's your job to kind of ebb and flow with what happens as the world continuously changes and you'll get better and better at this. So don't panic. We're going to give you all the information today. Um, But Katie, you mentioned a little bit in pre-record that, you know, all generations are consuming more content. So tell us a little bit more about that and how it's kind of like affecting everyone showing up online at the same time. Like we're all kind of fighting for the same people's attention, right? Like, tell me a little bit more about that. Yeah. I saw this incredible stat today that I was sharing with Ashley that baby boomers, Gen X, millennials, Gen Z, all of the social media usage has gone up 50% or more with Gen Z actually going up 78%. So the amount of time on social media, obviously, like Ashley said, during the pandemic increased greatly. And this is so crucial because normally when we hear these kind of statistics, it's like one generation or the next, it's this specific specific group of people, but we're here telling you that no matter what generation you're talking to, no matter what consumers, where your consumers are, how old they are, that everyone's usage is going up online. So this is also resulting in a lot of noise that you have to break through. Um, So I think this is just a really, really key important thing that we want to talk about is that even though these algorithms are changing, even though these people are going back into real life, your consumers are on social media and making sure that you are putting them first there is so important because a lot of times we'll hear brands say, oh, I want to increase my brand awareness or the number one client things clients tell me is like, I want to see a return on my investment, which is great and fabulous, but like, don't put your cart before the horse. Instead of focusing on getting that ROI and getting that brand awareness, think about what your consumers want and what your potential customers want first. And then all of those things are going to follow. 
So that actually is like a beautiful segue into like, okay, so engagement might be shifting a little bit. We don't know if it's like completely decreasing. We don't really know until we really look at the data, but if you're noticing that your engagement is dipping a smidge or that it's harder to get attention for your posts that like maybe six months ago, you would have gotten like 70 likes and some comments. And today you're getting like 30 likes and some comments. Let's talk a little bit about like what we can actually do about this. Right. So Katie, from a metrics perspective, which I don't think we actually talked about this prior to um, our podcast, like recording right now, but like, what is the metric that we should be looking at in terms of like how to give our ideal audience what they want? So you just said that a minute ago of like, give your clients what they're looking for, like give them what they want. What is the metric that they should be, that you should be paying attention to if that's the thing that you're going to be doing to fix this issue? Yeah. I mean, I think it really depends on the platform, but I'm assuming that a lot of our listeners maybe are doing some Instagram marketing. So let's use that one as an example to make sure your content is really resonating. You really want to focus on saves. So are people saying, Ooh, I want to see this later. This is so good. I need to come back to this. Um, we are looking at comments. If they are actually taking the time to stop the scroll, comment on your post. Um, that is important shares, which is that little airplane, um, icon that you see, are they sending it to someone else? Are they adding it to their stories? Because that's going to increase your engagement because it's widening the audience that sees your post. So those are three that I would really stick with on a post level. And then if you're going to your engagements, I'm sorry, your analytics on Instagram, which they call insights, you really want to look at overall engagement. So they can tell you overall what posts got the most interactions and they will include profile visits in that saves clicks. So when you're going into your insights, look at um, post engagements, I believe is the term. We'll drop it in the show notes for what it is called exactly, but that'll really give you an idea of overall which content is performing the best, which is getting the most engagement. And then, you know, to focus on sharing more of that type of content. Which is super valuable too, because I think one of the things we also hear often is like, what the fuck do I post? I don't know what to post. And it's like, look at your insights to help you determine the most like highly engaged posts that you have and go deeper on that topic specifically, whatever it was that like really garnered attention, go into it even deeper than what you did the first time. Right. And so this kind of like goes into quality over quantity, right? You can post, you know, a million posts a week and that's fine. Like, I actually think that there's no, nothing wrong with that. As long as all of your content is super high quality and it's actually covering your audience's pain points, how you can solve their problem, why you're different. Like, why are you different? I mean, for me, there's a million fucking business coaches out there that people could choose. So the way that I differentiate myself is through my story, right? So like, make sure that you're differentiating yourself and that you're really covering and serving your audience's pain points. Because when you can do that, when you can differentiate yourself, it makes people want to come back and engage with you. And once they start liking and commenting and engaging on all of your posts, you're going to like get some, like you're going to get priority in their newsfeed, right? So like when they jump onto Instagram for five minutes, you're going to be the first thing that they see, right? Because they've gotten so much value from you. Not because you posted a selfie 
that told you to go buy from them, right? Like focus on the quality, not the quantity. Yes. And if you want to see a good example of this, and I'm being serious, go to Ashley's Facebook group, Embracing the Uncertain, because you do a fantastic job of talking to your audience's pain points first. Even though you might be selling them and that might be the call to action to go learn more, you're really talking to them, personalizing it towards your audience and like asking them questions. And let's be honest, we all don't want to be at the cocktail party with a person who's only talking about themselves, who's only selling to you, who's only showing you those selfies that Ashley mentioned on their latest vacation. Like you want to be talking to someone who's engaging, who also asks you questions, who's interested in your life. So just think of your social media posts as the same way as going to a cocktail party, because those are starting again. We're going to be out in public and going to parties and you want to take that same kind of energy online too. And this is really like the basics of creating and building relationships, which regardless of what happens with, you know, analytics and engagement and whatever, there's like one tried and true way to build your business. And that is always going to be through creating relationships and really doing it in an authentic way that feels good for you. And so you know, how do you actually create relationships in a space that feels really overwhelming and there's a lot of noise? A few things that I think, well, I'll just share the thing that I feel like is working really well for me. And that is using my voice. Like I actually hate DMing back and forth with people. It doesn't work with me. I don't really love it. So what I've been doing is like sending voice notes, right? Like I, for some reason, have noticed that when I send a voice note to people, it's just so much more endearing. It's more um, inviting. It's more warm. It like shows the person that I'm actually a real person and I'm taking my time. I'm not just like a robot behind my Instagram trying to get them to like do something like I'm actually creating a real connection. And the thing that actually helped me feel comfortable with voice notes is like being on clubhouse. I've been on clubhouse consistently over the last couple of months. And it just, it's like been a really beautiful way to create relationships in an authentic way that feels good for me. Um, and I think again, relationships are the number one way that you're always going to be able to sell your services and products. I love that call out. And I totally agree with that, that the voice is such a powerful tool and maybe voice notes isn't your jam. So try um, showing up on a quick video or anything to make that personal connection. I really feel like that goes um, a long way. And the other thing that I would add is engaging with other people's content. So not just throwing out what you have to offer and what you have to sell, but really taking the time to engage with other people's content, just how you would want them to engage with yours. So maybe it's potential customers, maybe it's people in the same field with as you that you learn from. Like we don't need to see this as purely competition. We can see it as collaboration too. So just taking that time, even if it's a few words in a comment, if it's sharing their content to your stories, um, liking their post, if you even don't have a lot of time that day, I think that can go far for two reasons. One is it creates those authentic relationships that we're really trying to build and will lead to long lasting businesses, but also it's putting you on other people's radar. So I have, I don't know about you, Ashley, but I've had many a times people share my content to stories or maybe leave a comment and I will go to their profile. I will go like some of their posts as well, follow them, um, engage with their content as well. So it's really, again, 
if you're not paying to play and you don't want to do ads, that is totally fine. But like Ashley mentioned, just add that level of strategy where you are putting yourself on other people's radar and getting those followers in an organic way too. Yeah. And I think like if this is, I think specifically for new business owners, right? Like if you have client, if you have room for clients in your space, like you want to be doing this with your time, like fuck hanging out on your website, like tweaking everything with your, you know, logo and all of that stuff. Like if you have space in your, um, like client closet right now. I don't know why I called it that, but if you have space and you're taking clients right now, this is the thing that you should be doing. Now, over time, if you're sold out and you like are literally focusing on serving your clients, maybe you do this less, but this is more specifically for people who are actually looking to build out and like grow their business. So I just, I think it's really important to make that distinction because I think if you're already in a place where you're overwhelmed and you're trying to just serve the fuck out of your customers, you're better served like doing that versus like engaging. But the other thing too, is like, we never know when clients might, you know, like decide that they're not going to continue with us. So we always want to be preemptive and proactive as well. So if you're in a place where you just don't have time to engage with people's content, you don't have time to go like, and like connect with people, that might be a good time to hire someone to help you engage like social media managers. This is exactly what they do. I don't know the cost, but it's definitely um, doable for a few hours a week and it can make a big difference in the long run for you. So don't be afraid to kind of look at that as an option if you are short on time. I love that. I love that call out. So good. So we have a beautiful call to action for you and you know, it's just kind of like a test, right? Like we want you to test this out and just to see what actually happens. Like, honestly, I think the more that we engage and connect with people, the more it lights our fires as entrepreneurs. That's been true for me. Um, But we would love for you to go out and to make three authentic connections with someone today. So what that might look like for you is you go share someone's post in your stories tag them, send a voice note to a new follower, just thanking them for the follow. And then maybe even leave a comment on someone's post that you genuinely enjoyed reading and just see what happens. Like if you took three authentic connections with someone every single day for three months, like who knows what sort of traction that might bring into your business. So if you have the time and the space in your business to do that right now, try that out and let us know how it goes. Does it help? Do you notice an increase in your engagement? Do you notice people liking your stuff more? And just let us know over on at Repeat on Instagram. And uh, Katie, do you have any last minute thoughts or anything to share as we round out the episode? I cannot wait to hear what engagement does for people's accounts. And I would just add, don't come from a place of sales, just come from a place of authenticity, really come from a place of wanting to build those engagements and you will be shocked at the results. So it was so wonderful to talk to you all about social media and engagement, and we will see you on the next episode. All right, guys, that's going to wrap it up for the episode today. We hope you are taking away lots of great information, great tidbits, great feedback on things that you can put into your business strategy. If you are interested in being on the Be Bold Repeat podcast as a guest interview, we would love to have you. And we are now opening up applications for guests on the Be Bold Repeat podcast in season three. If you are interested, you must be subscribed to our newsletter. That is where we will be putting out all the calls, all the applications, all the things. 
So head on over to beboldrepeat.com, add your name and your email list, and you'll be up to date as soon as we open up apps. We'll talk to you guys in the next episode.